it's Destiny. Welcome back. Today we are continuing Junie B. Jones and that meanie Jim's birthday. We're on chapter five and it's titled Being a Buzzing Bee. Grandma and Grandpa Miller take turns babysitting me before lunch. Then they get me dressed for kindergarten. Set for today, mother came home from work. She got me dressed instead. She said that she would drive me to school. If I drive you, then you won't have to see Jim on the bus, she said, very thoughtful. She got out my clothes for school. It was my jumper with the frogs on it. Yeah, only guess what? I'm not even wearing school clothes today on account of I'm moving. And so I have to wear moving man clothes. Mother kept on trying to put that jumper on me. And that's how come I made my legs and arms real stiff so that they wouldn't even fit in there that good. Then me and mother wrestled a teeny tiny bit and she stood me on my head and pulled my tights on me. You're not moving, Jenny B, she said. You are going to school and that's final. Running away from your problems never solves anything. Yeah, only I'm not even running, I said. I'm calling Rider Rents Trucks, and those guys will drive me. Mother smiled. She tried to hug me, but I kept on staying real stiff. I stayed real stiff all the way to the car and all the way to the school. Mother parked the car in the parking lot. Then she lifted me out the door, and she carried me real stiff all the way to the playground. She stood me up in the grass. Everything will be fine, you'll see, she said. Just remember what Daddy and I told you. If anyone talks about the party, pretend that it doesn't bother you. She kissed me goodbye on my stiff head. Just then, I heard voices hollering. Junie B! Hey, Junie B! Look what we got! They hollered. I turned around, and it was my bestest friends, Lucille and that Grace. They were running at me. Look, said Lucille, look what Jim gave us. It's invitations to his birthday party on Saturday. It's just like you told us, Junie B, said that Grace. He's going to have a real petting zoo there. I quick covered my ears with my hands. Then I closed my eyes and I sang a loud song at them. It's called, I can't hear you. You're not even bothering me. And I sang it at the top of my lungs. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. You're not even bothering me. Then I kept on singing and singing that thing until they just went away. They also did the cuckoo sign at me. And after that, I sat down in the grass all by myself. And I looked all around the playground. Lots of other children's children had invitations, too. Darn it, I whispered. Darn it, darn it, darn it. And that's when I saw that meanie Jim. He was given an invitation to a boy named Crybaby William. Crybaby William is the scaredest cat in room nine. He's even scared of a teeny flea, I think. Just then, I sat up a little bit straighter, because I just got another idea in my head, that's why. And it was called, Hey! Maybe I can take William's invitation away from him, because he won't even chase me, probably. And so, then I would have my very own invitation, and William could probably get another one from that gym, and then everybody would get to go to the party, including me. 
So I stood up in the grass. Then I squinted my eyes at Crybaby William, and I started to run at him very slowly. I ran faster and faster until finally I was running just as fast as the speed in Bumblebee. I buzzed all around William, zippity-quick. His eyes couldn't even follow me that good. Then I buzzed right in his face, and I quick grabbed that invitation out of his fingers. I run my fastest all the way to the swing set. And guess what? William didn't even follow me. That's what. And here's more good news. William's invitation didn't even have his name on it. So that probably means that it can be for anybody, probably. Only now it's mine, I said. Cause I'll put my name on it when I get to room nine, and it'll be my very own invitation. Just then, the bell rang for school. I put my invitation way down deep in my pocket, and I skipped very happy to my class. Mrs. was standing outside of room nine, and William was standing with her. His nose was sniffling a real lot. I tried to skip past them, but Mrs. grabbed the straps of my frog jumper. She pulled me back. Yeah, only I don't even think that's actually good for the outfit, I said. Mrs. did a frown at me. Junie B., did you take something that belonged to William, she asked. No, I said, because his name wasn't even on it, and so that means it's for anybody, I think. Mrs. tapped her angry foot. Was William holding an invitation, Junie B., and did you snatch it out of his hands, and then did you run away from him, she asked. <coughs> I smiled very cute. I was a buzzing bee, I said. Mrs. Holded out her hand. May I have it, please, she said. May I have the invitation that you took from William? I rocked back and forth on my feet, because I didn't want to give it to her, that's why. Yeah, only I think it might have just bounced out of my pocket, I said. Mrs. Bended down right next to me, and she leaned way into my face. I want that invitation, she said. Now, I did a gulp. Then I put my hand down in my pocket. Good news, I found it, I said, very nervous. Give it to Jim, she said. Cry baby, give it to William, she said. Cry baby William put out his hand and I shoved it at him. Here, Mr. Stinky Head Tattletail Boy, here's your stinky head invitation. Mrs.'s eyes got real big. Junie B. Jones, that's quite enough. Now you go sit down. I don't want to hear another word. Do you understand me, young lady? Not one more word. And so that's how come I walked very slumping to my seat and I put my head down on my table. Because guess what? Laying low again, that's why. Chapter 6 Daydreaming Mrs. took attendance. Attendance is when you say, I'm here, except if you're not here, you have to be quiet. Also, we said, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. That's called opening ceremonies, I think. After that, we sat down, and Mrs. passed out our workbooks. She told us the pages to turn to. It was work about different kinds of shapes, you know, like circles and squares, and triangles. I'm a breeze at that stuff. Only, I couldn't even concentrate very good on account of I kept daydreaming about that birthday party. <coughs> 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 
Daydreaming is just like not dreaming, only it's not nighttime, and you're not asleep, and you're not really dreaming. I kept on thinking about how everybody was going to go to that party, only not me. I was the only one in all of room nine. I wish that Lucille and Grace weren't going too, I thought to myself, cause that would be nice sports of them. After a while, I tapped on Lucille. You are my bestest good friend, I told her. Lucille smiled at me. You are my bestest good friend too, she said. I touched her new dress. You look very precious today, I said. Lucille fluffed herself. Thank you. You look very precious today too, she said back. I touched her fingernails with polish on them. I wish you and me could be twins, I said. Me too. I wish you and me could be twins too, she said. And just then my whole face got happy. Lucille, Lucille, I just thought of something. You and me can pretend that we're twins and we can just do everything the same. And so on Saturday, you could come to my house and I'll put nail polish on my fingernails just like you. And you will stay home from that birthday party just like me. Lucille didn't say anything back and I tapped on her. How come you're not talking, twin? I said. How come you're not saying anything back? Because <coughs> well, I want to go to that party, that's why, I said Lucille. I did a huffy breath at her. Yes, Lucille, I know you want to go to that party, but now you and me are twins. And twins have to do everything just the same. And so, if I don't go to the party, then you can't go to the party too, on account of that's twin rules. No, it's not, said Lucille. My cousins are twins, and one is a boy and one is a girl, and they don't do anything alike. I jumped up from my chair. Only, yeah, that's not the only kind of twin there is, and it's not the kind of twin I want to be, madame, I yelled. Mrs. snapped her fingers real loud at me. Sit down, she hollered. And just then, that Jim that I hate turned around in his chair. He laughed a real mean laugh at me, cause I was in trouble. Turn around your fatty head, I said. Only he didn't turn it around. And so that's how come I had to run to his table, and I had to turn it around for him. Junie B. Jones, shouted Mrs. What are you doing? I'm turning around his fatty head, I explained. Mrs. hurried to where I was. She took me quick by the arm, and she marched me into the hall and pointed to the principal's office. Go, she said, real angry. I did a gulp. Yeah, only I'm not actually supposed to go there anymore, I said, cause, cause me and Mother had a talk about it, and she said for me not to get sent there again. Mrs. Face got just as red as a tomato. She started counting numbers. One, two, three, four. And so that's how come I hurried up and walked. Cause teachers who count numbers are the scariest kind there is. All right. That's the end of chapter six. Chapter seven is titled, My Story This Time by Junie B. Jones. I hope that you're enjoying the story so far and that you come back tomorrow for more of it. I hope you have a great day. Thanks for listening. Bye. Hi, 
hi, I just wanted to let you know that I created a Gmail account so that you could send me emails. I would love to hear where you're listening from. Anything that you would like to tell me, I'm open to to reading your emails about it. And also, if you have any book recommendations, I would love to hear them. I'm going to let you know what it is right now. Are you ready? It's the title of the podcast, Beloved Children's Books at gmail.com. Again, Beloved Children's Books at gmail.com. I hope to hear from you soon.